you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets Action Network's NBA betting podcast presented by FanDuel. I am Sean Little. Matt Moore is at the Nuggets game. Took a little evening off. He had to go watch Luka. So I'm here with the man himself. Jay Money is money. One of the sharpest NBA minds in the game. What's up, baby? Yeah, man, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Can't complain. I'm trying to get some cash for you, my brother. Can't wait to uh, to talk some NBA with you. You know how we do it. We're trying to get some cash every single day. That's it. Just like that. You know how Jay gets down. We will win. We're going to give you out some winners right now. We got a few. Jay, kick us off. I'll give mine, then we'll jump into the breakdown. What are you looking at? Yeah, I, I have one game, but I actually have three plays on that one game. So trying to go 3-0 and one time for the one time, I'll be taking the Timberwolves. We'll be howling with the Wolves first quarter, first half, and full game. I'll, I'll explain it later what a trifecta spot is more, more in detail and why I like to play. I am going DeMar DeRozan over 25 and a half points. The Bulls are back home playing the Wizards minus 110 across the board from what I can see. I think DeMar gets it done. We'll break it down. All right, Jay, we got another interesting slate. We had a great slate last week. We did our thing last week, gave out a lot of winners. First off, talk to the people about the trifecta spot. What does that mean? Give them a little details there and then break down uh, why you like it, the T-Wolves. Yeah, so trifecta spot is something I've started to do like around three years ago. Some I kind of start to figure out sometimes when it's a real nice spot for a team, um, they could just really come out in the first quarter and really smack up a team and and really, to be honest, not look back. So um, that's what I see happens uh, happen in this game. What I like to say, they'll come out uh, be up by double digits and and not look back. And what you have in this particular game, I'll get right into the breakdown. You have the Pacers team that is the worst team in the NBA in the first quarter. They like to get behind. They like to get down quick. 
what they like to do, they'll come back in the second quarter, but I don't think it happens in this game here. I'm liking the Wolves here. This is their third straight home game here, Sean, and they've had three days off. Three days off of rest, man. That's a luxury that not a lot of people can say that they, uh, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people say that they had this uh, so far this year. They've also, they're also 5-1 and one against the spread with three days off, so I'm liking the Wolves here. They've had a couple days of practice as well. They're getting used to playing without Car Anthony Towns. We saw them look good for one game um, versus the Grizzlies in that game as well. I believe I was on this show, came out, gave that uh, that Timberwolves play. So, hey, the Wolves like to cash when we on this show, but uh, they're 2-1 against the spread and straight up this year at home uh, when they're coming off a home loss as well. That only loss was coming uh, against the Suns and the Suns were red hot then, so I don't really fault them too much for that. On uh, the Pacers, they should run out of gas in this one, Sean. Last game of a seven-game road trip, third game in four nights, fourth game in six nights, and seventh game in 11 days all on the road here. I think they're ready to get back to the house here. I'll be all over the Timberwolves here. And like I say, the trifecta spot, you're taking one team to uh, to cover the first quarter, the first half, and the full game. It's not a parlay. It's three separate bets. Um, taking the first quarter straight bet, first half straight bet, and the full game straight bet. Minus three and a half. Uh, let's cast a trifecta spot one time for the one time. Halliburton was not in the lineup versus the Warriors. They still got it done. I think that's interesting. Running out of gas. That's a lot of games in, in, in not so many days. That's the things you got to look at when you're handicapping these games. They're humans just like us. Talk about it all the time. Let's get back to the crib, man. We just got a big W against the Warriors in the Bay. We got one more in the way. Let's get home. It's a, it's a very lull, sleepy spot to kick off the game. And to hit the trifecta, you got to hit the first quarter. I like that play uh, for the Timberwolves there against the Pacers. All right. One more thing. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to say that might get a better line. Halliburton, I know he was ruled out for the next couple of games. Those two, those two games are up. So he could come back here. Turner set out the last game as well. He could come back and possibly get a better line. I don't care. It could be full squad for the Pacers here. I think the Wolves come out here with emphasis in the first quarter. Come out and uh, smack these guys. Take them to smack City here. So, yeah, I like the trifecta spike. I was just saying you might be able to get a better line if Halliburton and Turner are ruled in here. All right, I'm looking at DeMar DeRozan, over 25 and a half points versus the Wizards. Let's talk about DeMar the last couple of games. He struggled a little bit. Let's let's go back to he played the Warriors, was 4 of 15 for 16 points. And then Sunday versus the Kings, he was 6 of 18 for 8, 6 of 18 for 18 points. Those are the two worst offensive performances of the year for DeMar DeRozan in back-to-back games. DeMar scored 17 or less six times this year. Following those games, he's averaging 30 and a half. So with those two stinkers in a row, the Bulls have lost three straight getting back home. I like DeMar to bounce back in this spot after two poor offensive performances. Wizards give up the six most field goal attempts, also from 15 to 19 feet in the NBA. That's key. That's where DeMar DeRozan feeds his family. That's where he has made a lot of money in the NBA, that mid-range game, probably the best mid-range knockdown shooter him and Devin Booker in the NBA Wizards 22nd in overall defensive rating at 112.8 per game they've been struggling the last three as well giving up 120 per game in the last three we saw what AD just did to him absolutely dismantled him put up the double nickel 55 in that game the total has gone over in seven of their last 10 games and they've given up 26 free throws a game in their last three that's seventh worst in the NBA DeMar's going to get to the line. He's going to get to the elbow. He's going to do his thing. I think they bounce back major in a major way at home, led by DeMar DeRozan to get it done. 
I think on the season, he averages 25 and a half. That's what he does on the nightly. I think coming off of, of three straight losses, two really poor offensive performances, DeMar shows up in a major way at home and goes over this 25 and a half number. Any thoughts on yeah. that? Yeah, I couldn't talk you off. Uh, obviously, I mean, the the DeMar DeRozan, somewhat in trade talks right now. I don't, I'm not sure the trade would make sense, but that's what they're kind of throwing around there. They hadn't been playing well, but the Withers aren't the greatest defensive team as well. So um, definitely could see him getting 30 in his sleep here. I'm definitely rooting for you, my guy. Yeah, I like the spot for DeMar to get it done in Chicago. Interesting board. I was for, for – tell me what you think about this. Because I was looking at this game, and I, I'm going to end up giving out – I think you probably end up, Will, too, giving out a couple more plays on the Action Network pod. Make sure you follow us. I'm Sean Little at Chicago Flow on the Action Network uh, app. Excuse me, not the pod. J Money is money on the Action Network app. He gives out all the plays just like I do from this pod. Drops a few notes in there for you as well. I'll probably have a couple more plays in there after I break down the slate more tonight. And early in the morning here before we get the slate rolling on Wednesday. Talk to me about this spot because I think this is interesting. I'm looking at Clippers in Orlando. Kawhi comes back. George is back. No Norman Powell. Doesn't look like he's going to play on Wednesday as well. The number six and a half. I've seen it as high as six and a half. And I've seen it as low as five and a half. Mm -hmm. I was looking at the magic. It would be three and five days for the Clippers. This number seems very, very fishy to me. Does that number seem as fishy to you as it seems to me? That 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 number makes me want to take the Clippers and the five and a half or six points. Yeah, this is kind of where I I have to learn uh, a few years ago. Sometimes you have to look in advance as well. Just a lot. There's a lot of reasons um, they'll go into account of them making a number like that. This this team has the heat uh, the next day, and no matter what's happening with the injury report right now, I'll be honest with you. I don't see why Kawhi Leonard and Paul George would both play in this game, not having a back to back, not coming back from injury as well. Um, so if they do end up playing in this game, then that means that they're not playing in Miami. So I mean, it would be somewhat telling you. Want to, you'd rather play versus the Magic than rather than the Heat. So it could happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if one of those guys, if not both, popped up on an injury report or possibly because they know that they could really, really win with just one of those guys, uh, if not neither one of them. So uh, that's what I, that's why I think that the line, because I, I actually saw it open up at seven, Sean. I saw, I keep seeing it trickle down, yeah, six and a half, down. six, and then They're now five and Every way down, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you like the magic, you want to take it now. I, I think the line is only going to go down even more. When you look at it and see, I, I've kind of already forecasted. It feel, I feel like they came back versus Charlotte, so they get a game on their belt. Personally, I thought they would rest versus the magic and then play versus Miami, but uh, you never know in today's NBA. Yeah, absolutely. I would wait on that. That's one of the reasons I didn't give it out on the pod today. That's something I'm going to be monitoring tonight and tomorrow, see where that number settles at, because they played the Bucks tough. It could be one of those situations where Milwaukee's not fully locked in. You know, that's a classic regular season. We've been here before. We already got a ring. We got Middleton back now. We're not going to be full throttle. But the Magic play, those guys tough. So I'm going to see where that number goes. Because like, well, like we just said, opened at seven. I see a six. Then I see a five and a half. And I've seen some fives in the market as well. So keep an eye on that game. Something's a little fishy about that game. Let me talk to you before we get out of here. Let me talk to you about the Atlanta Hawks. They go to the, they're going to the Garden tomorrow night. Right now, a two-point underdog. It's Knicks minus two, minus 110 over at FanDuel. Anything to read in? Because I know you dig deep, right? You break down the numbers, and then you look at the things that are going on with the squad. Travel. What from? Is it from coast to coast? What's going on? Anything to read in to that Trey Young situation? 
We know, you know, he missed the game. McMillan, they, they're calling it a miscommunication. Call it what you want. They're asking questions about it. It's a distraction from what's going on on a day-to-day basis. The last time they were in the garden, they beat the Knicks. They had a, a huge second half. DeJounte Murray had a career high in that game. Any anything for anything to cap with the situation with Trey Young. Now they're going to to play the Knicks as a two point underdog, but the Knicks have been up and down all year. Yeah, the Hawks are a total stay away from me. I don't like betting teams with turmoil. Uh, you never obviously they're a great team, and and they got Bogdanovich back as well off the bench. I think that's key because their bench has been horrible in my opinion. But like I said, they already had some going with John Collins. He's hurt right now, so he's out of the lineup. But then you have this going on with Trey Young. You have reporters. It's just so tough in today's world because when something is going on, you're gonna have reporters keep poking at the bear, um, keep bringing up the situation. You can't really get over. It. You see what I'm saying? So uh, it's not necessarily a bet on situation for me. I'm staying away from the Hawks right now with it being a revenge game and just looking at it from a uh, from the way I'd like to handicap as well. The Knicks being their fourth straight home game, not necessarily a spot. I'd like to fade them as well, getting comfortable what they've had. Uh, they'll been had two days off as well with revenge. So wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks got some revenge here, but it's just a stay off game for me. I, the Knicks, uh, I know that's your squad, uh, Sean, but it's a stay off team for me as well. You never know what you're going to get from. We know that they have a ceiling. They can get there, right? But they also have a floor and something you never really know where they're going to play to their ceiling or play to their floors will seems like coach I mean we I've been reading as well Thibodeau is on the hot seat and you can tell why he's lost he's really lost a grip on this team as well so they had a good game last game but it feels like they're basically a couple of blowouts away from Tibbs being fired yeah it's a really interesting spot right because Fournier is getting DMPs he's completely out of the rotation Toppin's getting right. a lot of minutes RJ struggling a lot of different things going back and forth He's trying a lot of different things and then nothing seems to be popping, popping like it, like he wants it to, or the Knicks organization wants to along with the fans. All right. Last couple points before we get out of here, Matt Moore, you know, him, our guy HP, he, uh, he dropped the piece and he talked about teams that are playing certain teams the following game after they go head to head. It was a really interesting read. Go check it out on the action network. Right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the three teams that he laid out. This is a really interesting trend. The he said so. He talked about the Bucks, the Thunder, and the Pacers. He talked about how following after you play those teams, the 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 against the spread numbers. It's hard to bounce back against those guys. Matt Moore, the Bucks are big, physical, bruising. After an opponent at the after they play you, the teams they play next are 16, 13, and one against the spread. Mike Budenholzer and the and the Bucks beat you up and they're tough to they're they're tough to follow. So watch out for those teams on short rest. Another one is the Thunder. They wear you out. They're hard. we we know Shea Gildas Alexander is hard to guard. We know Luke Dort will wear you out. Teams after playing the Thunder 17, 15, and 1 ATS this season. And then the Pacers, when you play the Pacers, the following game, the teams that just played the Pacers. 8-14-1 against the spread. I thought that was really, really interesting. You see uh, a different style with the Pacers. You get a physical team from Milwaukee, and then you just get a young squad with the Thunder that are, are, are tough to play on. Like the Wednesday midweek, they show up, have a, have a – Shea throws on a fit and then tries to get you a triple-double. So I thought that was really, really interesting. Go check out that article on the action network all right that's gonna do it for us 
Stay tuned on the Action Network app, Sean Little, at Chicago Flow, at J Money is Money. We're probably going to load a couple more picks on there. But just to recap, talk to him, Jay, the trifecta spot on the Timberwolves. Tell him one more time, and then we'll get out of here. Yes, sir. Timberwolves, full game, minus three and a half. That's the only line that's out right now. Uh, it's heading up to four. I'd say, I mean, you may want to wait for the Halliburton and Turner news. You might even get a minus two, minus two and a half. It doesn't matter for me. I see the Wolves uh, by, by 10 to 15 plus points in this one. And I think it starts early as well. Pacers, worst first quarter team in the NBA. Uh, give me the Wolves here early and often. Trifect the smack city spot. Timberwolves, first quarter, first half, and full game. Official like a referee blowing it was. Oh, howling. We howling with the wolves. <laughs> I, have to wolves. Do that I like it. Trifecta spot. I'm going DeMar DeRozan to show up. Yeah, I'm going DeMar DeRozan to show up, have a big game after two sleepy offensive performances and some losses for the Bulls. He gets right at home. DeMar DeRozan over 25 and a half points, minus 110 versus the Wizards in Chicago. That's going to do it for Sean Little. J Money is money. We're out of here. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. Buckets, the podcast daily. Lock in with us. We'll see y'all next time.